Welcome to Chapter 4 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Chad Eckes, CIO at Wake Forest Baptist Health. In this segment, Eckes talks about archiving old data in a cost-effective way, the governance structure that helps him stay prioritized, and what drew him to Wake Forest. Being an academic medical center and you know having all this, uh, the, the, the large research component, I, I would imagine that you know, data management, data mining. This is also something that's that's a, that's a large focus for you guys. Uh, it it very much is. Uh, we currently we have about four petabytes of data that uh, we we're growing well over at at well over 150 percent annually. You know, and every organization is struggling with how do you. Uh, how do you manage the costs of such data growth? And you start looking at areas like genomics and, you know, the amount of uh, of storage running a genomic sequence uh, takes. And, you know, you can just our, our genomics work could uh, result in us utilizing multiple petabytes of uh, storage annually. So, so coming up with creative solutions where we can uh, tier the uh, uh, the storage costs and the speed of things and uh, and make it efficient for everyone is is so important and the other and I, I actually just did a uh, talk on this a couple weeks ago uh, the, as we as the landscape of healthcare changes and we have organizations that go through mergers and acquisitions and uh, and sh- you know networks of shared services the needs from a computing standpoint are going to change. Uh, you know, we've already, I've, you know, I spent 13 years in financial services and we had seen this there where you bring organizations together and now you have, you know, decisions to make on redundant uh, systems. Most of those systems you still have to deal, you have to keep the data around. So, you know, finding, uh, ways to cost-effectively archive old system data is mm-hmm. going to become a, a bigger and bigger issue for organizations. And as you heard me mention before, we have 739 applications across our enterprise right now. Uh, you know, a lot, a significant amount of those are up and running just because we need to have access to the data from a regulation standpoint. Right. That that is so much when you think about that that many applications. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, and that's another project we call Project Sunset uh, that we have this year, where we are, you know, migrating to a centralized uh, XML database format. You know, and basically, you know, for lack of a better term, we're sucking all the data from the uh, into this database from. Our, our legacy systems and putting uh, web front ends for uh, for viewing the data. Right. With so many things going on, so many you know big projects, um, is prioritization a challenge for you? Just because you know it, it's just hearing about all the things you're working on, it, it must. I can imagine it, it's tough to to decide what needs to go on uh, on the back burner. You know, I I don't think anybody can ever say that prioritization is done perfectly, uh, mm-hmm. but I have to say that I'm blessed in uh, in this enterprise for having a uh, very active partners 
across the enterprise. So we've, uh, we have a designed a governance structure here that is, uh, that is chaired by, uh, by leaders across the medical center. And we actually have 12 different advisory councils which uh, sounds like a lot, but actually it's, uh, it works very well to have, uh, to have those advisory councils priori- prioritizing based upon their unique areas. And then we have a, uh, a group that sits over them uh, that is multifunctional, and the chair of each advisory council sits on that. So anytime there's conflicts, that you know maybe a project uh, cuts across multiple advisory councils, uh, they, it gets escalated to that group. So they they really keep us uh, in check on ensuring that ITS's priorities are aligned to the most important things to the medical center. Uh, the other thing that we we've uh, done in uh, it. Uh, I came at the perfect time. It was uh, we were just beginning the budgeting process here, and um, those the advisory councils in our uh, our executive team uh, came up with a top 13 list of our key strategic priorities for fiscal year 15. And uh, you know I've shared a number of our large uh, strategic initiatives. Those are all items on that list. Uh, and you know th- we're able to protect that uh, those while we uh, you know deal with the the constant changes on a regular basis with just operational needs. Right. And and having uh, that many councils, it's it's not a case of uh, too many chefs in the kitchen. Uh, no, in, because one of the things we've done from a design standpoint is. Our organizational structure in ITS is aligned to those um, to those councils. So uh, I'll give you an example. We have a uh, a council that is focused on revenue cycle management and access, uh, and uh, we have the the ten key business leaders that sit on that council, and. Uh, on the back side of it, we have one ITS uh, director that has responsibility for all RevCycle and access systems. So, and she has a discrete team that is uh, focused on those systems. So essentially her business area customers are prioritizing the work for her staff. Okay. Now, um, when, you, uh, when you started at, at Wake Forest, or just, just – even before that, what was it that uh, that drew you to this position and, and to that organization? Number one was uh, was the opportunity. So we, you know, uh, in this area, um, this pop- with population health management and the the concept of World Two, uh, we're we're kind of at the early end of the hype cycle. I I felt this was a great opportunity to. Be a leader in the, uh, and be part of a, a leadership group in this space, and uh, be able to, you know, do some highly innovative things that uh, could help lead the industry. Uh, so that that was attractive. The concept of this being a, a you know, a very reputable 
uh, academic medical center and uh, and school of medicine was a uh, was a, an attraction. Uh, you know, I have given my background. I have uh, you know some affinity to uh, folks that have a very strong cancer program and uh, really like helping out, coming up with solutions to change the face of cancer. And uh, we have a, a very robust uh, cancer program. In fact, we're rated number one in uh, in the state of North Carolina for our cancer program. So uh, so that was a uh, was a draw. Uh, and I would say most, in, probably the most important draw here was uh, was the people. The hospital t- uh, team as well as the ITS team are uh, just you know super uh, individuals, hardworking individuals, uh, really focused on improving uh, the care of patients and providing quality. And you know. This is a, a fairly isolated community. It's um, a city of uh, about 244,000 folks, and with a lot of small towns uh, wrapped around us uh, that we outreach to. And uh, you know, having you know 14,000 uh, of our residents be employees here, we all know that uh, the care that we're providing is for our own families and our neighbors and friends uh, in the area. So it's, it really kind of is a, a special uh, you know, balance here that drew me to this area and uh, makes me really excited to be here. Yeah. yeah and it sounds like you know, you've really been able to, um, to take on that, 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 leading, that leadership role as CIO and you know, uh, to just kind of take that, take it and run with it and kind of, you know, uh, really establish yourself with the organization. Yeah, and I think that's that's to the credit though of uh of my team. So, if you look at our executive team here, uh we have a a very visionary uh CEO that uh that believes in innovation in uh in what ITS innovation could do to the enterprise. Uh, we, from a strategy uh, uh, and network development standpoint, uh, we know how important IT is there, and uh, and our executive vice president of uh, of strategy is uh, you know knows how to leverage IT to really push us to a new level. Uh, you know, our our president and uh, head of operations, uh, she uh, relies on us enabling. Uh, her clinical operations with technology and uh, is embracing of it and and then finally from a finance standpoint knows that you know this you know our CFO is you know bound at the hip with us and knows that we can reduce the cost associated uh, you know just with you know normal operational processes in the medical center if IT is embraced correctly that mm-hmm. you know th- that group of uh, different thought leaders, and it's, I, I should mention it also in the academic side, our dean uh, has, this, has an IT bent to him as well, where he, uh, he sees this huge opportunity to blend research, the clinical research aspects, down to the patient's bedside. Uh, so it's pretty rare that you get such focused leaders and such a tight embrace of IT 
into the business that, uh, you know, I, I feel really blessed and, you know, it, it makes me very excited to be part of that team because we're all so very aligned. Yeah. You guys are really doing some very innovative and interesting work there. And um, I'd definitely like to catch up with you again down the road because it seems like <laughs> in just a small amount of time we'll, help, we'll have uh, even more to talk about. I sure hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And it's been really great to hear about everything that uh, you guys are doing at Wake Forest. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. And uh, best of luck to you. Thanks. Oh, um, and before, sorry, before I uh, hang up, this will be offline, but I did want to mention that I, I know Anthony Guerra, you guys had spoken a little while ago about doing a webinar, and I guess I just wanted to find out if it's something that you might be interested in talking with him about again. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I know we were okay. finding it was getting difficult to, uh, with as many things that were being thrown on at me right away yeah. uh, with, like, budget season and stuff. We just couldn't find time to hook up, but would love to do yeah. one with him. Okay, great. Yeah, I know it worked out better that we could speak, uh, you know, at this time, so <laughs> really appreciate you uh, getting back to me about that. Yeah, no, it's um, things have, you know, we've gotten stabilized in terms of all of the activities. You know, you know how it goes right when you get in and uh, putting together the strategic plan and the budget and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the hours backed off quite a bit once uh, budget was approved and the year began. So, Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. <laughs> it gives you a little more room. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, well, then, um, well, thanks I'll so much, Kate. Take well. care. Okay, thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.